Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I want to get to this text because he brings up a good point. Uh, Oilers GM says, Bob, when I brought up Rodriguez as an option for the Oilers a few weeks back, you squashed the idea and said that he probably has a contract in place already with another team. Now you're saying he could be an option? What's at, Bob? Offseason is a great time for speculation, isn't it, Bob, from Oilers GM? Oh, I think he has a contract offer in place, and I think it starts at two. Okay? I think he has something. And better this, take it. And and I and I will tell you this right now. I could see both Vancouver and Calgary in on Evan Rodriguez. Okay, I have a feeling he's got minimum two million bucks a year. Just like because I know you listen to the show, Oilers GM. For three weeks before Phil Kessel signed, I kept on saying the number at one point five million. Uh, for a week and a half before Eric Engels said. Oh, four-year extension for Kirby Doc in Montreal. If you listen to this show, I said mm-hmm. Kirby Doc four-year extension in and around three point four million dollars, and it would not run him in a free agency because his second year did not accrue. I'm telling you that I believe that Rodriguez has got something out there right now at two million. I I I don't think that's changed, and I'll give his agency credit and him credit. It takes a steel set of you know what to sit there and go this late into the process yeah, to see what else opens up. When do people, when do managers go back to work spec? Coming out of Labor Day. That's well, when, that's coming when out of Labor Day right, right now. Yeah. That's when they get back to work. But the history of trades between Labor Day and the start of training camp, man. Not a lot. Not a lot. Almost none. Never say never. Right. Never. Almost none. Never say never. So we've established Marcus Pickton the Oilers as a legitimate contender. He's not saying they're going to win the Cup. But they're a legitimate contender. Yes, for the first time in a long time. Okay. Uh, one thing that you didn't mention, but I think you're going to mention by the time we get to Penticton, is not only are the Oilers a legitimate contender, I, they've they've got an interesting type of depth. They don't have a. Ton, they've traded away some second rounders, mm-hmm. but they've got. We're going to go to that tournament in Penticton spec, and they're going to have the most first rounders there, including a couple guys. Philip Broberg's going to play. He's going to be on the Oilers this year. Ken Holland said yep. he'd have to play his way off the team. Dylan Holloway hmm. is going to be a really interesting guy to watch. And he might already be helping his cause. 
Yeah, at the rink uh, every day with Leon Dreisaitl. Is that what you're saying, Bob? Yes. Yeah, well, if you're a smart young guy and you get a chance to go skate with one of the top six centers of the team you're trying out for, <laughs> it's, that's not dumb. Uh, listen, here's what you like about the Oilers system. There's some younger kids coming, some draft picks that are there, first-round picks that are going to make their way. What I like, though, for a team that's ready to contend today is... You know, I include in young players coming up still Evan Bouchard. He's about to break through, in my opinion. I think he'll get the reins of that power play pretty quick here. With that shot, you can't keep him off it. Uh, Broberg is ready now to play. I don't. I expect him to be in the top six. I don't think he'll fail, Bob. Yeah. He's not coming in here out of junior. He's had some experience. He's trained a little. You know, he's had some, some time. Uh, look up top. Yamamoto is a product of the system. He's still a younger player. McLeod's a product of the system, still a younger player. Holloway's breaking in. The Edmonton Oilers have a lot of homegrown talent here they've done a good job with. JR from Calgary has Texas. Bob, what about bringing back Alex Chase on a play with Kane and McDavid at right wing? Uh, that would give McDavid two toughest nails, wingers that can score. I, I think the foot speed with Chase on would be a concern, and I think he has to be the net front on the power play, and can you play him ahead of both Kane and Hyman. I don't think he can do that to Kane and Hyman. So no. um, they've had Chase on here. He was... Is he a unsigned? Yeah, he's unsigned. He was with the Canucks last yeah, year. Yeah, He's been on PTOs like four or five times. But he always makes the team. Give right. him credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, he's a smart, a, a real smart man yeah. like he is. He's yeah, a, he is. one of those smartest guys. For a guy that skates like he skates, you know, he's not as fast player. That's the problem is, is yeah. five on five. He's found he's, a job all the time. Right, he's not a top six player five on that's five. Fair. But he can help you on the power play, and he's actually pretty good in shootouts as well. It's not a bad suggestion, Jr. I mean, it was a guy like Fertanen. There's there's a a way wilder swing because he's a little bit physical. He's not. I wouldn't call him tough, but he's got some physicality to yeah, his game, right? Sure. Like he he skates through guys when he hit. I he mean, does. He does. He's right? a hard hitting kid for he's, sure. He's a hard, and they don't have an yeah. abundance of that. Nope. That's another reason why I mentioned Aston Reese. Is he is another guy, but they got a lot of left shots. That's that's what concerns me with Aston. You know, you're talking about Archibald, right? A lot of guys didn't like Archibald as a fourth line left winger. I liked Archibald, uh, right? Nice yeah. right winger. I yes. liked Archibald. Yeah, yeah. and that, you know, in he's that a good scenario, player. He hit hard in that scenario. Derek Ryan and Shore basically fighting it out for fourth line center. If you're going to do, yeah, and, but neither of those guys punish you. Let's face no, it. No, no, no. That's yeah. You need so, someone down there who can keep you nervous a little bit. Again, it wouldn't surprise me if the Oilers maybe via the PT. Route do add a potential uh, right shot forward. Oh yeah, it makes it. It makes sense. So now here's another thing. Sorry, Bob, to interrupt you. The orders used to be a lineup that a PTO would come to and say, "I make that team." Right now, all of a sudden, the orders are a lineup where you come to and go, "Hmm, this team's getting harder to make." So the PTOs tend to land in places where they think they can get a job. Yeah, maybe a right winger comes here and says, "I can get a job," but. It's not as easy here as it yeah, used to be, I, pal. Uh, too close to the headset here? So what's going? Oh no, he's just stepping out. Okay, I thought maybe I was screwing up. It happens once in a while, Mark. I'm not perfect every day. I know that. <laughs> every day. Just once, just once. Tomorrow I'll be perfect. Wasn't it the book written by Dave Steep? Yes. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. All right. Uh, 
Reed's a fan of the Meat Lovers. Brendan's a fan of the Texans. It is old school big boy pizza. So, Mark, this is my favorite time of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but I will. Con- I have a little secret t- to admit to. Mm-hmm. This show's called Oilers now. We are in Edmonton. I care about Edmonton teams. I have an index card, not just with the Edmonton Oilers, but with the Bakersfield Condors, who are an Oilers property, and the Edmonton Oil Kings and the Alberta Golden Bears that I update on a daily basis, okay? So I know exactly who's playing where in the lineup, okay? How deep uh, that go? What else do you have? Do you have a... I got... Uh, let's see. I got Edmonton a, Cubs of the Sunburst League. No, you got no, them? No, no, no. I got... Uh, let's see. I got uh, the Oilers <laughs> for this season. I got Oilers next season. Uh, I've got Bakersfield Condors this season. I got Oilers uh, depth, 41 players in uh, throughout the lineup. Uh, I got Oilers year-by-year improvement over the last four years. I got Tippett-Woodcroft splits. I got... Uh, wow time and ice splits between Tippett and Woodcroft. I got top scorers in the league with five-on-five uh, shot percentage and common line mates from last year. I got the Alberta Golden Bears lineup. I got the Edmonton Oil Kings lineup. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of useless, superfluous stuff. I thought all that stuff was already in your brain. I didn't realize you had to write it down, Bob. Well, no, it is. It, 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 that's how it ends up in my brain is by writing it down. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, so, wow. what I don't have yes. anymore is an Edmonton Elks depth chart. You don't. When we used to do the old show together, I used to I always have, had one. I always had the Edmonton Eskimos depth chart handy okay. as well. Uh, and so, the, and the Elks are having a tough year. And full disclosure, six thirty Ched is the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Elks. They are a partner, and Chorus values their partnership. I recall going down doing shows from Labor Day in Calgary with you, Bob. Yes, remember that? We, we had one that was yeah in the parking lot there. That big scrap that was awesome. <laughs> well, it was. It wasn't awesome. We weren't in it, so it was a great fight. <laughs> Anyhow, we used to go down there because it was very relevant to us at that time. Right uh, there, you know, there were multiple busloads of people going down yeah, at that right. time to the, the the Labor Day Classic and uh, and the CFL has some real challenges right now. I think is that fair? Oh my goodness! Yes. Like, so you have uh, NFL. Well, we'll throw it. Out. Are, are you? You're not into fantasy football, are you? I don't do fantasy football, but I do watch a lot of NFL football. We're going to bring Brendan Escott in right now, who hosts the Edmonton Elks pre and post game shows. Brendan, are you in? Uh, how many fantasy football pools are you in? Four. Four. Okay. We did ours yesterday. Same pool. Same group of guys since 1995. So we're in year okay. 27 or 28. You're in four. Uh, so that's NFL for fantasy football. Yeah. There's also college NCAA football, which numbers have skyrocketed in the states yeah. over the last 
seven to ten years. I watched some of that Clemson uh, Georgia Tech game last Did you? night. Yeah, last yeah. night. Yeah, Clemson it, has a kid named Specter. Do they? Number thirteen, good player too. Is it? Well, if he's yeah. at Clemson, he's probably pretty good yeah. spec because they tend to have. I mean, they're basically a top five program in the yeah. states over the last six or seven years. See, I thought me and Uncle Phil were the only two notoriety type specters, <laughs> and that guy that writes for the Globe. <laughs> well, well, wasn't there the Specter hockey rumors guy? But that guy's name actually—that guy's Spectre. name isn't actually Specter. No. That's that's kind of like yeah, that's, that's weird. That's kind of like the Dread Pirate Roberts from uh, the Princess Bride, wasn't the the original Dread Pirate Roberts had actually retired, yeah. and Wesley took over being the Dread Pirate Roberts. Uh, and we also, uh, believe it or not, that we, we had a texter who may or may not have been related to me at one time uh, that went by the handle Epstein's mother. Yes. And then suddenly Epstein's mother resurfaced about 2017 on this show. I was quite wild. We also had Daily Doug, who just became Doug, okay. who you met. Yeah. He, he's actually a really... A re- so, anyways. Okay, so what's this got to do with the Labor Day game? All right, so circling back to the Labor Day game. <laughs> so, the Elks are going through a tough year. It's been a tough go here. Three and nine. Three and nine. They're having a tough go. Um, did you see the story written by Gary uh, Jerry uh, Madonna? How do you pronounce his name? Mudajong? No, I did not. Okay, how do you pronounce his name? Mudajong. It's Mudajong? Yeah. Okay, I did not. Mudajong, perhaps. Mudajong, Mudajong. Okay. Whatever. He wrote a piece. Is good t- guy, good writer, hard worker. Is it time awesome for private guy. ownership of the Edmonton Elks? Okay. I'm going to ask you: Is that a is that a profitable venture? No. Who's by? Uh, listen, you can't tell me that buying into the CFL today is a, is a smart financial decision. I mean, the minute there's absolutely no chance that 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 it's making money, is it? I mean, TSN helps from a television perspective, no yep. question. Okay. No question. I mean, listen, like and any I private would... venture, you'd open up the books and you'd take a long, hard look and you'd say, can I make money with this thing if I have a few smart ideas? You know, I think the the new president there, Victor Quee, is doing a hell of a job, right? I don't think you're going to find a guy with and, more energy, more ideas, more stuff going on than this guy. He's doing a great job. And you look at the crowds and they're not that big. Yeah. I, I went to a game against the Scouts and a lot of Ryder fans there. Yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. How many people are there, Bob? Brandon, help me out here. Were there were there twenty five thousand fans at no, Saskatchewan? Twenty one, I believe. That's just it, over, eh? Or just over twenty one, and that's the announced number, right? Like you take a long look around, and it's hard to count that much. You know, and 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 Brandon, you know, it's crazy. You specking me? I had season tickets in nineteen eighty two, for because we'd moved into the city that year, and I had seasons. There were games where there was fifty seven, fifty eight thousand fans of the games. Yeah. Hey, different time, man. Different like, time. It's a different time. So today. Uh, no, the CFL's in a it's 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 death by a thousand cuts, Bob. And one of the cuts is Bob Stoffer, the local sports expert, the guy that loves all the teams, the guy that keeps all these uh, recipe cards. You call them index cards. They look like my mom's old recipe cards. Uh, <laughs> um, and you got a stack of them, a half inch thick, and one of them isn't on the outs. I, I had a call today. Right? That's one of the death by a thousand cuts so right was, there. I was talking to a guy today that really, he knows sports, this guy. He's a mutual acquaintance of ours. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, how many of the the, es- the Eskimos starting lineup in the late 70s, early 80s can you name? And I go, I can name uh, the entire defense. The whole defense. Yeah. The whole defense off sure. the top of my head, right? Like, uh, Okay, in today's defense, how many can you name? I mean, they change so much. It's the problem. It's new guys every I week. I couldn't name... I don't think I could name two defensive starters. Mm-hmm. Sorry. 
Like okay, I, so the, we're talking about a, a death by a thousand cuts. That's another cut. Like because you're supposed to know that stuff. I'm supposed to know that. I'm supposed to know Bob, not just you. Like I know I'm Taylor, supposed to know. I, I, I knew that Taylor Taylor Cornelius played at Oklahoma State for Mike Gundy. I knew that James Wilder Jr.'s dad was a star running back in the NFL. He played and won a national championship at Florida State. He is Brendan. Is his career officially over, or he's he he's he may be challenged to continue to play football. Yeah, he was like supposed without, without neck surgery and, and a significant one. It's not going to be an easy or, right. There's there's a starting tailback. Like I'm about hurt. They were counting on Wilder this year to, to give him a running game, and they never had that player. Tough luck, tough break, there's bad been, luck. I mean, part of it is there's a lot of players that have been cert, you know cycled in and out of the lineup, and that's kind of Chris Jones' reputation. But it's it is it's it isn't like. Again, you, you look back, Holloman and Highball in the corners. You had Butler and not-too-tall Jones on the half. You had Lavarado, then Fred at safety. Yep. You had Potter and Towns outside linebacker. You had Kepley yep, at middle linebacker. Middle, yep. You had uh, York Henschel and Dave Boone, Dave Ron, Boone Estee. Ron Estee. There you go. Yeah. See, we're, and, and then guys. they brought in Quick Parker. And, oh, yeah. you forgot you forgot Dr. Death, Dave Fennell, yeah, right? Him like, too. There's your defensive line. Yeah. I mean, I can even... But listen, hold, stop, stop, stop. Eminem was a small place back then. We used to get like one or two NFL games a week on TV back then, Bob. It's different now. Right. The, the Edmonton Elks don't get the opportunity to operate in 1980 they better, anymore. They have a better TV package now, though. Way they better. Have, sure they do. Like that TSN Fair package enough. is pretty slick. It's but a, it, unfortunately, you know. TSN1 has the Elks game on, and TSN2 has the U.S. Open on, and TSN3 has a college football game on, and TSN4 yeah. might give you an NFL game on. It wasn't like that in 1980. Yeah. There was no TSN two. There right. was only one of them. Right, and the other thing, and no Sportsnet. Thank you. And the other thing that's happened is, uh, it, like this show's called Oilers. Now we do a little bit of. Hey. Anytime we gravitate to any other talk, get back on the Oilers. Well, you know, sure. We we need to discuss. That's who's because the Oilers are 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 today, and who the CFL gonna, has to fight becoming yesterday. Who the heck are they going to? They need another de- veteran uh, forward down on the farm. They don't have enough veterans. Oh, Justin listen, Bailey. Bob. I, I, our listeners can name, most of them can name 22 Oilers right now, right? Yeah. How many of them can name we have six Eskimos, uh, Elks? Yes. Lots of them can't. That's right. the difference. That's yeah. why they want to talk about the Oilers. And I'm not saying it has to always be that way, but that's the nut the Elks have to crack. they got to figure it out because it's been going south for a long time, and unless this thing turns north, I don't want to know what the result's going to be. Uh, Haas says in the 1970s, the CFL had a product that could compete with the NFL, but cable TV made all of us realize they weren't even remotely comparable products uh, when it comes to quality. I, I disagree. I think what happened is NFL and NCAA college football opened up their offenses uh, it, throughout the 90s into the 2000s. And it became, it became like, if you watch, and I do watch old college games, the amount of teams that sat there and... You know, like ran, the wishbone, the wishbone, or the veer offense, and barely <laughs> threw it all. Like that was awful. Well, here's here's one for our our list. Our, our new one. We have a lot of fans that know a lot about the NFL, so I'm going to throw a, a curveball at you just to see how long it takes the listeners to figure this out. Because we're giving away a hint. Okay. okay. What school did Troy Aikman play at before he played at UCLA? He's the number one pick in the NFL draft. What school did Troy Aikman leave to go to UCLA? He actually got hurt in a team's <laughs> game against Miami, the only team game that his team lost all year, and his school went on and won the national championship that year. 
So he before he went to UCLA, where he had a ridiculous completion percentage, and ended up being the number one pick in the draft. And Randy wins Oklahoma. So there you go. There you go. Speaking of the wish, played very boring football. Right. They ran the football. They they you bring know, in they bring in Troy Aikman to be their quarterback. Oh, you're gonna don't worry. You're still gonna and they run yeah, the they football. So back in the in those days when the NFL primarily was what do they call it? Uh, three yards in a cloud of dust. Three, was three Big Ten football. Of, Woody Hayes and right. Bochamp. And there was a lot of. The, the black CFL and blue is division is the better league to watch. The CFL had all the little guys like Chuck Ely and Condridge Holloway and Damon Allen and Tracy Ham and they were all exciting. the all the all the fast smaller. Well, Moon's different he because was he was body. he's an NFL's quarterback. But I'm going to say this because it was a factor back then. The smaller, often African American guy that they wouldn't let play quarterback in the states, right? Is now that, Kyler Murray playing for? Is now Kyler Murray playing for Arizona? He used to play for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, right? Yeah. The NFL looked at, I don't know if they looked at the CFL, but they go, boy, this works up there. And the thing that made the CFL unique and exciting, they don't get that player anymore. That guy plays in the NFL. Yeah. And that's, right? you know what? We love offense. That's what's so exciting about the direction that the NHL is going. The the league's over fourth line guys before, got to have toughness. Got to have, hey, got to have like toughness too. But this is what you be able to skate and play now. This is what you love about the Oilers now is they're not only are they a good, solid team, not only have they figured out that some nights we got to win 2 1, and I think they can do that now, Bob. The rest of the season, they're scoring goals. They're playing hockey the fun way. They got a wicked power play. They're going to have a ton of five goal nights this year. That's what you love about we the like offense. You want some offense, and you're getting it. And that's what the CFL needs. If they want to get fans back, they got to open their game up. Here we go. It's that simple. We are going to go to the Stan Oilers history. He's one of Mark Spector's favorite guys. It's brought to you by New West Travel. Spec's been at some of those events of New West Travel, and we will Good shortly fun. be announcing a couple of roadies coming up. Here is Brendan Escott. Go back to 2000 when legendary Oilers goaltender Grant Fear announced his retirement as a member of the Calgary Flames. Oilers' uh, first-round pick. <laughs> In 1981, was a first ballot Hall of Famer in 2003, won a franchise record 226 games over 10 years in Edmonton. He had 37 assists as well, also topping the Oilers' all-time list for goaltenders. Spec, Grant Fear was a great teammate that never showed up his team. Yeah, ever. he was the goalie that never that took blame. I said it before, he took blame for the Steve Smith goal. Right, yeah. guy shoots it off his leg and in, and he says, "Ah, it's my fault. I shouldn't have been out there." <laughs> so, that's all you need to know about Graf here. And they've got a guy in Jack Campbell who takes on a lot of ownership right now. Some have said too much in Toronto, but it's funny. He has said too much. Cody CC didn't go great in Toronto. Yep. Looked pretty good in Edmonton. Tyson Berry. Yep. Didn't go great in Toronto. Tyson Berry's got like 90 points over the last two years in Edmonton. No, Tyson Berry's been a really good player here. And very popular with his teammates. Yeah, a good guy and a good player. Um, so Can that's the trend. If Jack Campbell does what Cody Cece does, hey, got a pretty good goalie. This was old times. Well, yeah, yeah, thanks for was, hearing it. Thanks was, for coming in, Bob. Yeah, well, thanks. Speck uh, <laughs> will rejoin us on Friday. Very quickly, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, Mr. Escott. You're going to hear from uh, TSN personality Jay Onright from Sports Center, and then I'm going to try and follow that one up. You'll also get an episode of Elks this week with Morley Scott. Tomorrow, guests will include David Staples from the Cult of Hockey and the Edmonton Journal and NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. 
Have a terrific Tuesday. Up next is a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then the 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jalen Nye. So long, everybody.